Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host, as usual, Ajitesh Kogoi. Today I'm speaking with Vince Malaney. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Vince. Welcome to the show. Can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, yes, uh, my name is Vince, or I go by Vinny sometimes as well. Um, uh, let's see, I'm a middle-aged guy that's been through a lot. I'm a father, a husband. Um, I, in my younger days, I was morbidly obese. I suffered through bulimia. Um, and eventually through a lot of different situations, I made a change for my health and, um, to be a better person, better father and better husband. Your story is really inspiring, Vince. I came across you on Instagram. I've been following you for a while. I really love the way you have narrated your journey and inspired so many people. So I'm very excited to have you here. Can you take us to the very beginning of your journey? Where did everything start? Uh, how were you in school, in college? And were you athletic? Were you not athletic? What was it like? Well, first, uh, thank you very much for having me on here. Again, I'm a little bit nervous, so bear, bear with me just a little bit. But uh, like I said, I was I've always been big. Um, whenever I was a kid, I guess what you'd call big boned, but not really. Um, I had a problem with overeating throughout my life. Um, eventually, I figured out that that was some, some trauma that I actually suffered that caused me to act that way. Um, in high school, I was not athletic at all. I mean, the only baseball highlight I have is being the only person that got knocked out by getting hit with a baseball in the face. That's about the extent of that's the extent of my high school career. Um, whenever I graduated from high school, I was 300 and it was either 311 or 312 pounds which is pretty good size because I'm six foot. Um, in college, I spent two years still being in the same bad, I mean, bad health, um, poor eating habits, poor, I mean, poor exercise, all that kind of stuff. Um, eventually during my second year, I just, I don't even know what came over me, but I said, I need to lose weight. To be honest, it was probably because, uh, girls and stuff like that. I was a single guy in college and I wasn't getting any skinnier or any fitter. So I went on a, a I guess a modified Atkins diet, like a low carb diet. And I worked out like a madman. It was five days a week running whenever I could. There was a uh, college that had a track that wasn't far away from me and I would go and run that even in the winter time. And in, in nine months, I lost over 100 pounds, which is pretty impressive. But I know that it was not the best way for me to do it because uh, that's when I started actually balding after that. I'm guessing it was because I wasn't getting the proper nutrients, macronutrients, micronutrients, all that kind of stuff. And I was just restricting myself too much. Um, and then after college started getting into my career or what I thought was my career at the time, 
workouts went to the wayside and uh eating hab i mean my bad eating habits came back through and at that point i actually started to uh develop an eating disorder bulimia i figured it was the only way for me to stay at a decent weight and not get as big as i used to be which is probably the worst possible decision i ever made um but that was pretty much my early life before any before i before i did any kind of transformation like a real transformation not a band-aid right right so you you mentioned that during your college days you did you know take up running and went on a atkins diet to lose that initial weight and that came back if i'm to understand correctly like once you started working right oh yes definitely i mean because i was basically at that point getting no exercise besides just like walking around for my job and i was eating all the worst processed foods you can and i was actually on the road with that job so eating on the road definitely doesn't let you plan out your meals or do anything like that and to be honest i really didn't care about doing it then it just it just uh at that point i was all about trying to further my career or, or start my career really right so was there any particular incident as such that got you back on track that acted as a catalyst was there um some kind of to say proverbial rock bottom if i might say like was there any particular instance as such well it's, it's funny that you use the term rock bottom because i definitely hit rock bottom because whenever i whenever i was bulimic it was something that i kept from my family nobody knew that i was doing that that i was binging and purging and my wife actually always suspected something like she was always like questioning why I would always go to the bathroom right after eating like a large meal. And, uh, one day I guess that her curiosity got to her and she walked in and saw me doing that. And after that, that was, that was what changed everything because my wife talked she talked me into going to go see a counselor and actually talk through my issues and try to figure out what they were in order to combat them because stuff like that, it normally doesn't, doesn't happen just for no reason. There's seems to be some kind of trauma or some kind of event in your life that causes you to go down that path. Not just, not just wanting to look good or lose weight or anything like that. I mean, there's, there's definitely some stuff there that I had to work out and through that and through uh, the support of my wife and then eventually the rest of my family, once I let them know about it, it really helped me because uh, I mean, that was, that was the biggest thing. And after that, um, as far as my actual workouts, um, I just decided that I was going to work out one day and I took a picture actually of my gym equipment and I never used Instagram or anything like that really before for anything. And I decided to post it on there. And after I did post it there, 
um, I started getting responses and people that were basically hyping me up, getting or telling me good job and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of snowballed. Having that support system was amazing between my family, people that I, I guess you could say met through uh, on online and communities like that. It really helped me. And I've met a lot of good people. I mean, I've met you through there. So it was definitely, that was, that was the biggest thing. Yes. Yes. I'm grateful to have met you. And uh, when you talk of social media, I just wanted to interject and ask a question. Uh, uh -huh. A lot of people, when they look at photos of, you know, people in great shape, um, they get, they develop body image issues. And a lot of people feel like they don't look that way. And that creates a whole different spectrum of um, other mental health issues. What do you have to say about that? Did, did that affect you in some way? Because I can see that social media has had a very positive impact on your journey. But what is your take on that? Oh, um, social media, it, it, it's, I guess it would be a blessing and a curse because if you're in the right mindset with positive people that you follow and positive people that interact with you, it's great. But if you, I think I've posted about this a couple of times, if you're just scrolling through feeds and looking at your explore page and all you see is the, either the the bodies that look like they couldn't even possibly be real. Um, it can definitely affect you mentally. I mean, we have a big problem with body dysmorphia. Uh, at least we do in the U.S. I'm sure it's everywhere else. And if if you have um, if you are not in the right mindset, it can definitely mess you up and make those kind of issues worse, in my opinion. I mean, I have, I still have my issues. I have my loose skin from losing weight that always bugs me. But I try to, every once in a while, I try to post stuff like that so people realize that even though I might try to look a certain way in a picture as far as angles and lighting, I mean, uh, they cover up a lot of stuff. Not even those supermodels and all look like they do in those pictures. It's a lot of work to get them to look like that, either through surgery, just lighting, uh, uh, performance enhancing drugs, all kinds of stuff. So you should never compare yourself to other people. You can use that as an inspiration, but don't, you're you, you're not them. You have your own journey and you're only looking at the highlights of other people, what they want you to see. I really like the way that you put it, that we are all, always looking at the highlights when people post things on social media. We see a very curated um, feed of what they want to portray their lives as. It is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly, all thanks to your support. And you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. So that is very correct. Uh, when you finally decided to take action, make a change, uh, start to work on yourself, were there 
struggles during your initial days, whether it came to your nutrition, whether it came to your exercise or your mental health, what were the kinds of struggles that you faced? Oh, definitely. The the main struggle was obviously dealing with my bulimia. I mean, I, I always describe myself as recovered, but just because I don't do it anymore. But that was such a big part of my life for many years that it's always in the back of your mind. Even if you go, if I went to go out and eat, it would be something in the back of my mind. Not that I act upon it, but it still, it still eats away at you a little bit. And as far as training, um, I always say this, whenever, um, whenever you start out, it always seems like, like you're not getting anywhere and that you don't, that it's not fun or anything like that. But as you go and as you're consistent, it gets easier to stay consistent and to actually have fun with your workouts. And whenever you get to a point where you don't want to miss a workout, you know that you're on the right track. But I definitely had those issues starting out and I still have those issues from time to time, but, but those are the biggest ones. Uh, so when it came to your training, your nutrition, did you have uh, some mentor? Did you have a guide, a friend who helped you out through the process or was it you on your own? Um, it was basically me on my own, but I do a lot of reading either online or some old, older, uh, like the older bodybuilding books and stuff. Not that they're as most up to date, but obviously those bodybuilders knew something because they got themselves to that level. Um, there's a lot, there's some really good trainers online that you can find some good information from. Um, but I've never actually had like a regular personal trainer or anything like that. Um, it's actually probably something I'd like to do at one point, but I don't know enough about it and I'm not certified for anything like that. So maybe one day. Right. And I know that you work at your garage and uh, not at the gym. Why is that? So do you have a liking towards home workouts? Because even I like to work out at home. I don't like to go to the gym. But what is your reason behind uh, working out at the garage gym? And did you always have the gym? Like, when did you set it up? What's the story behind it? Um, I didn't always have the gym. No, um, I, I had a couple dumbbells. That's it normally. But at one point got the power rack put in there and a couple other odds and ends that I would pick up. Most of the stuff was used because uh, it's way cheaper if you can find those deals either at a uh, garage sale or something like that. But I definitely prefer working out in a garage because nothing was worse. I'm, when I was in college, it was a college town and all the gyms were right around the college. And so if you went on a Friday, get, uh, it, it, you couldn't get anywhere within that gym because everybody was either taking all the benches, curling in the squat rack, all that kind of good stuff. And I like to be able to go at my own pace and not have to worry about someone else taking the equipment that I want and throwing off my workout. Um, I'm, I would say that if you can do a garage gym, it'll change your life. I, I totally agree. It saves a lot of time because you don't have to travel back and forth and you don't have to 
wait for the squad rack to clear up. So I think the time saving is like a huge aspect of it. And once you like get used to it, I don't think like you ever want to go back to a commercial gym with all the constraints. So I can relate. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> How would you say Vince today is different from Vince before your transformation? What would you say have been the biggest changes that you have noticed in yourself personally? The biggest changes would be that not only am I not hiding stuff from my family, but I am also and probably, well, I mean, not probably. I am in the best shape that I've ever been. And that's I'm almost 38 now, which is pretty impressive to me, at least. And like I said, I have a son and a wife and I want to be around for a long time for them. And I want to be able to do all the things that my son wants to do. And I don't want to, I don't want my health to impact that. I have uh, colon cancer on both sides of my, both of my grandfathers had it and a couple other cancers within my uh, family tree. And I do not. If I can do anything else to keep myself as healthy as I possibly can, that's what I want to do. Um, so, um, I mean, the biggest thing is just being a, health, a healthier person. And um, whenever I'm healthy, my relationships are healthier. That is uh, such a great perspective because a lot of people feel that being in shape is just about the vanity looking a certain way, having that beach body. But there is also that health aspect to it, which only people who have seen that firsthand, like you mentioned, the health conditions that run on both sides of your family, they truly appreciate the value of having a healthy body. So that that is really inspirational. And what do you have to say to people who are in their 30s, uh, who feel like it is too late that, you know, bodybuilding, taking care of your body is a young man's game and I'm too old to do this. What do you have to say for people like that? Oh, it's never too late for that. You don't have to be out there being a Mr. Olympia, putting up 400 pounds on a bench press to uh, get yourself healthy. You can start out slow. You can do low impact stuff. As long as you're doing something, it's better than nothing. Um, I mean, if, if some of the people that I follow, there's a gentleman that I follow that's, I think he's 71 and he's still, and he's still lifting weights. I mean, age is just a number. I, you can definitely be healthy into a, a, a much older age. I mean, as long as you take care of yourself and don't go, I mean, don't go super crazy in the gym you can i mean you can do some great things and you will see benefits from it true. no matter how old true and it is so essential because we start losing muscle mass as we age uh, studies have shown that people start losing muscle mass as early as 30 years old and if there is nothing to prevent that from happening no strength training going on that is how you end up being dependent in your old age and I know that no one likes that. So old does not necessarily have to equate to frail and dependent. 
old can also be strong like there is no correct age to start and you are a prime example like you are 37 38 and in the best shape of your life so this is uh what people should look up to what is one message that you would leave for someone who is probably just starting out on their physical transformation journey they feel a little lost they they're not sure what they're doing but they know that they want to make a change what is one message that you'd like to leave for someone like that who's probably listening to this right now well the main thing i would say is that you just have to start i mean everybody whenever they're starting out yeah is gonna fail gonna mess up do something something like i mean something along those lines but every time we fail every time we make a mistake it just makes us learn more and to research more and to do better next time um i mean if you're going to sit back and not do anything um you're definitely not going to get anywhere so just start try to make a consistent try to do it consistently and you will see results that's right it's all about the effort that we put in it's not about perfection but it's about progress doing one person better than what we could do yesterday so that is really the key message here and thank you so much vince for your time and patience and sharing your story i really enjoyed learning about your journey i think listeners have enjoyed it as well where can listeners connect with you if they want to get in touch with you how can they reach you um on instagram it's uh vinny m84 it's uh and it's actually the same on my youtube channel the youtube channel is pretty new there's not very many videos on there but i plan on adding more as i go i'm definitely looking forward to that because i have not checked out your youtube channel but i'm sure that'll be great as well and i recommend every single listener to go check out vinny's page uh vinny m84 his page is amazing if you are looking for some kind of inspiration motivation the captions under his photos are highly motivating if you're feeling low if you feel like you're not able to make it today i highly suggest you go and check out his page and thank you so much vince for taking your time this was really wonderful thank you for having me it was a good time that is it for this episode of workday physique Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a rating on your podcast app and I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe and stay consistent.